Colorectal cancer kills, but in many cases, it can be prevented. Welcome to SBH Bronx Health Talk, produced by SBH Health System and broadcast from St. Barnabas Hospital here in the Bronx. I'm Stephen Clark. March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, yet people need to be aware throughout the year of the risks of colon and rectal cancer and what they can do to prevent it. Screening is key. This includes a colonoscopy beginning at the age of 50. A colonoscopy allows doctors to find and remove polyps, benign non-cancerous growths, before they can become cancerous. With us today to discuss colorectal cancer is Dr. Michael Puccino, a colorectal surgeon at SBH Health System. Welcome, Dr. Puccino. Thank you. I appreciate it. So let, let's start off. Uh, who is most likely to get um, colorectal cancer? I mean, there are common risk factors, right? You know, it's, again, if someone has risk factors, it might be they have bleeding, rectal bleeding, there might be a change in their bowel habits. What I often describe is patients say their bowels used to be in large caliber, this large diameter. Now they're very, very thin. That's, all, that's also a telltale sign. Also, if they have some weight, weight loss uh, is another sign. But really, that's more advanced, that's more advanced in, in bigger tumors. Oftentimes, cancers are found just on screening. And actually, Steve, I'd like to point out is traditionally screening used to begin at age 50, but it's now age 45. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This, this changed about, about two or three years ago. And the reason it got it moved from 50 to 45, because there was a large instance of colorectal cancer in that 45 to 50 age range. And we're not really sure what is it genetics? Is it environmental? We're not really sure. What happens is that's why we moved the screening up to age 45. Okay, but but from what I've read, African Americans are more um, more likely to get it. I, I read they're like a twenty percent more likely candidate for colorectal cancer. Have you seen that in the Bronx? I have, but also what what I what I found is patient, patients aren't getting their screening, and so they're they're coming to me at later stages where, where tumors are more advanced. That's why really it's a, and that the, the the whole secret to have. Good, good results with colorectal cancer is get your screening get and get it early and on time. Are there certain lifestyle changes you can make to, to improve your chances of getting colorectal cancer? You know, sometimes it's, there's some studies that show red meat is associated with high, higher risk of colorectal cancer. What I, what I tell my patients is a well-balanced, healthy diet is the best for Reducing the risk of colorectal cancer, the best for heart disease, the best for re, uh, reducing the, the chance of diabetes. Um, that that I, I, a nice, healthy, balanced diet is, is the best for just health overall. Okay. Okay. Now, um, now you, you're you're obviously a surgeon, um, and you would think if screenings were effective, people like you would be out of business. But that's not happening anytime soon. In fact, I, I read that. The number of colorectal cancers in people under 50 is expected to nearly double in the next decade. What gives? Why is that? That's, again, a couple of things. It's interplay of multiple factors. One is we think environmental is um, the foods we're eating is, is more, the more processed foods, not, not as natural. Um, that, 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 that's, that's one thing. And also, I think we're finding things earlier because uh, if patients are getting screened a little earlier, they would, were finding things at age 45, age 46, age 47, which in the past wouldn't be found to, in, in their 50s. Okay. Okay. Now, you said earlier that 
Um, some of the, the symptoms of colon and rectal cancer are, are bleeding, but really they're, they're pretty mild. I mean, it's not like you wake up and say, gee, I have colon cancer. It's, 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 it's not that significant, right? No, it's not. You might, patients that might see a little bit of blood in their stool, might be a little bit of blood in there, um, in the toilet bowl, but not like there's, it's all blood and uh, that, that when they would go to the bathroom. So the symptoms... They, they can be very, very mild. And I always, I tell patients, this is, this is my practice. Any bleeding, just get the colonoscopy. It's, it's, a, it, you rule everything out. It's the safest thing to do. No, no questions asked. Do you get pushback about having colonoscopies? I mean, it's not the most pleasant experience. At least the prep is not. Uh, are people hesitant to do it because of that? You know, the biggest, the biggest reticency and, and, and hesitancy is from the, the bowel prep, because um, again, it's again, it's it's not pleasant. I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, because it's it's only one, it's one night, and again, you're gonna go to the bathroom a lot, but it saves lives. So I, I always say, one tough night, but uh, can can save a life. Okay, it's a good way of putting it. Um, so what happens when someone is diagnosed with with colon cancer? Is surgery always part of the treatment? No, you know, happens is I think. The see, again, the secret with the treatment of any cancer is to treat it as what's called in a multidisciplinary fashion. Me, me as, again, I, I'm, I'm the chief of colorectal surgery here at, at St. Barnabas. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really, I, I run the colorectal service, but I work very closely with my colleagues, um, with my medical oncologist, my radiation oncologist, my gastroenterologist, and my radiologist. We all, we work very, very closely all together. What happens is it's a true team approach to the treatment, the treatment of these cancers. Sometimes, sometimes we might go right, right to surgery. Sometimes we might give chemotherapy, radiation first. It, it all depends the, the, how advanced the tumor is, where, where the tumor is, um, is also a big determinant. Okay. Um, my father had colon cancer in his late 70s, early 80s, and he had a colostomy, which he had a bag, which was later reversed. Now, at the time, I mean, he was demented. He was well, you know, into probably advanced Alzheimer's at that time. So it was really difficult for him to comprehend what was going on. Are there less invasive surgical techniques that are being used today? There is. What happens is if the, again, if it's a, if it's a large obstructing tumor, if it's distal, then a colostomy is still might be necessary. But again, we are, there's so much nuance in how, how we treat colorectal cancer today versus even 10, 15, 20 years ago. Sometimes if the tumors are, are early stage, we can sometimes even remove them through the colonoscope or through the endoscope. Um, we, we do, I, I do a lot of minimally invasive surgery. We do a lot of laparoscopic surgery, small incisions. Uh, patients go home in a couple of days. Um, th those are a couple of things, that, that how, how we're doing things. And again, we always, if we can, we always try for what's called uh, sphincter-sparing sphincter sparing surgery um, to, try, to, try to, to, try to, to try to avoid a colostomy. Okay, so colostomies are not the go-to or not the, the, the gold uh, standard anymore. I would, what percentage would you say uh, we use other options? Oh, I, I would say 85, 90% we use other options. Oh, okay. It just happens if, okay. if the question is when do you make a colostomy? That happens if, it, if, if it's, a, it's, a, it's a big obstructing tumor where we can't safely do the reconnection um, in, the, in the first surgery. That's sometimes where we have to make a colostomy. Okay. Okay. But I, I think read something I, about actually yeah, ahead, one more point is I always I, I think this is probably important to discuss is patient 
even though, again, I, I always try to avoid stomas, ileostomies, colostomies. Patients shouldn't be scared of stomas. Happens why I, why I always tell patients, a stoma is safe surgery. If we feel you need a stoma, you know, we want you to get out of that room. We want you to get, get on treatment, chemotherapy or anything. We don't want any, any treatment delay. And oftentimes these are reversible. So I think there's a, there's a stigma against a stoma, but the, the, the secret is the stoma is safe surgery. Okay, I think that's a good point. Um, I, I read about targeted therapies. Is that something, like for instance, I read about monoclonal antibodies, which are used in COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that something that is here today or is it in the future? It, it, no, it is. What happens is we, we have standard arm, and this is more this is more the um, expertise of the medical oncologist. We have standard art chemotherapy, which often is called Folfox. What happens is whenever we whenever we do operate we do a colon, either colorectal section, we send the tumors for a special uh, gene gene typing. And depending on the, those genes, if they're if they're what's called wild type or mutant, um, they can get immunotherapy. And tar it's really it's tar targeted therapies is a good way of describing it. Okay. Okay. I guess again, ending now. Bottom line screenings you gotta get your screenings is that exactly you know the secret to good long-term uh care good long-term survival for colorectal cancer is get your screening get it on time and get it early and remember age 45 not age 50. okay that's very good advice thank you dr polcino for a few minutes today i really appreciate your time great thanks so much have a great day uh, okay, and to our listeners, thank you for joining SBH Bronx Health Talk. For more information on services available at SBH Health System, visit www.sbhny.org. Until next time. <laughs>